I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. You know, I need to be honest for a second. I love talking to people and I love talking about the Lord, but I do not like talking about hard topics. I don't like feeling confrontational or doomsday-ish. I'd rather talk about love and hope and peace and ice cream. But if we are to follow after Jesus, we're going to have to talk about hard topics because that is what he did. If he found it important to communicate the Father's will, even when the subject was tough, then we should realize it is our responsibility too. So today we're going to talk about abortion. Now, in my mind, and maybe in your mind too, you understand that it is not God's will to kill babies. But I find it surprising that many self-proclaimed Christ followers are pro-choice. Perhaps you are pro-choice. And I hate that term, pro-choice. Because it feels to me that it is sugarcoating and dressing up what it really means. But as I was looking up how the liberals define pro-choice... I was Googling the definition and it came up with Planned Parenthood's website. So I went ahead and went to it. Now, this episode, by the way, is like half written and half just me going off. So it might be a big hot mess. Um, But I went to their website to see what they said and it fired me up. Um, So as I'm writing this episode... And I go to look up that definition and then I get fired up and then I start writing a Facebook post. And you guys, like, I really do not try to write anything controversial or yucky feeling or political or anything. I might be like, I love Jesus and come to church and, you know, here's my goat getting out of the fence or, you know, just something that is not real personal. I mean, it's personal, but it's not. Um, it's not personal, personal, I guess. Not really when it comes to the heart of the matters. Um, you know, the meat and potatoes, the substance things. And I kind of like to keep those at an arm's length a lot of time unless I'm talking to people one-on-one because it's really hard to talk to a group of people, especially when they're not in person, about, um, about these things. And I usually kind of avoid it because I find that it's not beneficial a lot of times. However... A couple days ago, I had uh, posted or reposted this video of Kamala Harris, um, and she has a link to Planned Parenthood. I don't know if y'all remember um, this guy, and I can't think of his name, but I'll put it in the show notes. He came out against Planned Parenthood because he had all these undercover videos of him um, and his partner meeting with people who worked at Planned Parenthood that sold the baby's body parts for lots and lots of money and that's kind of what they were in business for and Kamala Harris went after them um and seized their videos and um I think like put them in jail or I don't know there was just a lot of criminal things uh that she charged him with because she wanted to protect Planned Parenthood and what they were doing Anyways, so I reposted that video and I was like, what in the world? This is sick and abortion's messed up and all these things. And then like 60 comments later, you know, and I'm not really trying to fight with people. I'm trying to talk to them in a way that shows them that I care about them, but I disagree with them. Um, But it is very mentally exhausting and I do never want to 
uh, lose focus on what God wants to say. I don't want to get my flesh mixed up in it and then start talking out of my flesh and my self-righteousness and uh, be really condescending and things like this. But I did have a couple Christian friends who messaged me personally um, and kind of rebuked me about posting that and pretty much said I was throwing stones at women who get abortions. Um, And that was really frustrating um, because it's not what I was trying to do at all. Um, But it seems that you cannot speak against abortion without people being angry with you about it because you are not being loving. But in that case, can we speak out against anything then? Don't we always have to agree then? And that doesn't make sense. We know the Bible doesn't talk about that. So today I decided to uh, write another tangent on Facebook, which again, I only did it because I really felt like it was the truth. So I'm going to read it here. Um, I This is what I wrote. Okay. I wish I could turn off comments, hear my thoughts, hear my opinions, hear some information as well. If you hate my guts, that's all right. I'll still love you and I'll still stand up for what's right. If you want to message me, feel free to. I enjoy conversations and I enjoy people. But what I don't enjoy is to act like everything is good and right for the sake of peace when things need to be spoken up about. Here we go. I'm about to shout it from the rooftops. I hate Planned Parenthood. I hate the time we live in where we change the wording and things so that we feel better about what we're doing to these precious babies. We're murdering them. We are murdering them by our choice. We are murdering them by our vote to allow others, organizations and women, to continue to murder babies in the open, legally, with no penalty. Yes, many women who are getting abortions are facing some tough things. No, it still should never be okay then to murder the baby. Bless it, y'all. If a woman was pregnant doing cocaine, we would speak against it. We would want to help her and help her to not hurt her baby. But for some reason, we're good if someone just wants to outright kill the baby instead. Why do we even have posters in doctor's offices of women doing drugs or drinking while pregnant because it can harm their baby and how they can get help? When we're just going to be like, but uh, if you just need to kill your baby, that can be arranged. No problem. We need to not only help vote and protect these babies, but we need to help protect these women who are going through these traumatizing situations. Does that sound crazy, pushy? If I would vote to keep meth illegal or be against domestic abuse for all of our good, then I'd vote to keep abortions illegal too. Oh, but the mother consents? Yeah, but the baby doesn't, nor can it. Why do we even have arguments for this? I'm fired up. I've heard them all. We're so afraid to make any choice because we haven't been in everyone's shoes and we don't want to be insensitive or hurtful. And I get that. So that must mean we must vote to allow organizations and women to kill babies. Where is the logic? And of course, then the organization can get fat rich and sell the baby's body parts because America... This is from the Planned Parenthood website as they are trying to redefine what pro-choice and pro-life is and what it means. Their class act. I mean, how lucky are we to have them fight for our reproductive rights? They have only our best in mind, right? Nah, and anytime I see someone doing something against God and then trying to word it opposite than what it really is to make the actual sin go down better, I remember there was someone else in the garden exactly like that. His name was Satan. I'll get to it already. 
So if you go to Planned Parenthood's website, this is how they define pro-life versus pro-choice. This is what they said. Generally, people who identify as pro-choice believe that everyone has the basic human right to decide when and whether to have children. When you say you're pro-choice, you're telling people that you believe it's okay for them to have the ability to choose abortion as an option for an unplanned pregnancy, even if you wouldn't choose abortion for yourself. People who oppose abortion often call themselves pro-life. However, the only life many of them are concerned with is the life of the fertilized egg, embryo, or fetus. They are much less concerned about the life of the women who have unintended pregnancies or the welfare of the children after they're born. In fact, many people who call themselves pro-life support capital punishment, also known as the death penalty, and oppose child welfare legislation. The black and white labels of pro-life and pro-choice pit people against each other as if they're on two different teams but we agree more than we disagree a majority of americans believe abortion should be legal and they support the right to access abortion we say pro-reproductive rights and anti-abortion man i tell you what (laughs) after i read that obviously i was really insulted obviously i shouldn't be surprised that they would want to make it out like having an abortion is just such a positive liberating great thing and if even if you don't agree with it you should still give people that right to murder their babies and by the way if you're trying to save these babies actually you're a horrible person and you don't care about anybody else but yourself (laughs) like it really makes me mad how upside down the world is but i shouldn't be surprised the bible said it but does that mean we don't speak out against it Anyways, that part wasn't in the Facebook post. (laughs) Back to the Facebook post. Others want you to believe that pro-lifers only care about saving babies' lives, though I would say that's a huge thing there, that we don't actually care about the women or the child after. Open your eyes, look at all of the churches, religious and non-religious nonprofits, and people in general who have these things put into place to help specifically these women in these situations. But they want you to believe that only the government can fix it for you, only a government program. Oh, but Planned Parenthood also offers mammograms, etc., etc., health care these women need. So do many, many nonprofit women's health centers. They just don't kill babies there. Research, stop swallowing what these politicians and organizations are giving you. Oh, but you've never been raped. You've never had to be poor. You're married. You're a man. You don't know what it's like to be me. Therefore, you can't have an opinion. False. To know what is right and wrong and to act accordingly does not require one to have had to walk every walk possible. It is important that we all stand up for what is right, especially above all if you are a Christ follower. We want to preach love good. That is what God tells us, but he also defines it so that we know love is not being silent and watching everyone do whatever as long as they feel squishy and warm inside. Love is telling, helping, guiding others to Christ and standing against their own destruction and the innocent lives that will be destroyed by their choices as well. God has given you the spiritual eyes to see this warfare and destruction. Don't look at the enemy come up to them and snuff their life out as you just watch it and hold their hand when you could have warned them and blew the trumpet. At least you can feel good about you and your love, right? At least they felt like you were on their side. It doesn't matter if you really didn't truly care for their good, right? And then I wrote, it's okay to be mad at me. I'm mad too. So that might have sounded condescending, but I'm angry That Christians especially are not doing what the Bible says, which is to tell others about how Jesus is our hope and our salvation. And then also, hey, 
these things aren't pleasing to God and it's going to traumatize you and destroy your life and let the enemy in. Nobody wants to speak up about that. And I think it's because we care too much about ourselves. And the enemy, he wants us not to speak up. He wants our silence as we stand by without a fight, as he takes over. Like, what? How are we letting this happen? We have God's power inside of us. Like, what a waste. We know one of the Ten Commandments is, Thou shall not murder. And we know um, in Psalm 139, 13 and 14, it says, For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. For I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. So we know that God, when he creates us in the womb, he's done it on purpose. He has a purpose for that life. So we shouldn't have any reason to decide we're going to decide who's going to live or die in that aspect. And then if you look at um, Luke chapter 1 and I'm trying to think specifically in verse 41 and so um, it talks about when Mary was pregnant with Jesus and then when Elizabeth was pregnant with John the Baptist and in 41 it says and it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost and she spoke out with a loud voice and said blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb and whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. And that's through verse 44. But the baby inside of you, if, if you ever gotten a sonogram or ultrasound or whatever, um, you can see there's a real baby in there. There's a heartbeat. There's, um, there's life in there. We were made to produce fruit and that fruit being in our womb and that life in our bodies is a human. It's a human. Um, and so when we're looking at the Ten Commandments and it's saying, thou shalt not kill, why are we saying, hey, but in this case, it's okay. And then we have to look also at these other scriptures um, in John chapter 3, verse 19 and 20. Um, and this is the condemnation that light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest, he, lest his deeds should be reproved. And that's what God calls us to do, right? To um, reprove, to rebuke the evil. If you look at um, Ephesians chapter 5 and uh, verse 11. Sorry, I'm like totally didn't write this down. Um, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. What does reprove mean? It means reprimand, um, to rebuke. But does that is that what Christianity teaches now to do that? I think uh, modern day Christianity, at least in America, is like, hey, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, if you're going to make somebody feel convicted, if you're going to step on anybody's toes, like, just don't say anything. Just tell them Jesus loves you, and then maybe it will work out. But can we say Jesus loves you and let me tell you also what the Bible says about this because he wants your best. And what, what's happening right now, that's not going to work out for your best. Proverbs fourteen twelve. There is a way which seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Revelation three sixteen. So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. So if you are a Christ follower, are you cold or hot? Or are you lukewarm? You kind of riding the fence right now? 
you don't really want to take a position, like, great, you've got your salvation, awesome. And you're just going to hang out until God comes to get you. Or are you going to actually be used by the Lord and do His will, just as Jesus did? Isaiah 5, 20, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. We have to be willing to stand up for what God finds to be important. Um, and I know sometimes it's hard and it's uncomfortable. And I hate when people um, don't like me or have problems and even disagree because I'm not mad that they disagree. I just I want everybody to get along and, and feel good. But Satan kind of wants you to think that, like, you know, don't rock the boat. Don't bring attention to what God wants attention to. Just like fly under the radar. But we're not supposed to be quiet like that. We're supposed to stand up and be willing for the Lord. Um, to love people in our actions. To be a good witness by what we do. So don't be a hypocrite because ain't nobody going to listen to you then. Um, but to really make sure that we speak for what God is for. And we speak against what God is against. Anyways. So longer episode than normal because I also rambled a lot but uh but always feel free to email me with any prayer requests or questions at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com and I will talk to y'all next Monday. <music>